Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Happy Libations Friday. Loosey-goosey edition of the program. I'm Jeff. That is Tom. Director Matthew in the house as well. You can find me on Twitter at J Cameron Show. How are you, everybody? Feeling good? Hopefully you got off to a great start. You had to have gotten off to a great start if you listened to Jeff. Two easy wins for yours truly right off the bat. It's the opposite start, Tom. Um, we didn't get off to the best start, uh, I guess, last Friday. We did this time. Last, I guess it was last Thursday that I said that uh, we wanted to jump early and, and make that happen. Right, yeah, it didn't that was happen. the uh, Baltimore-Miami game, yeah. And then it happened. Then it worked. It worked out well. So we uh, right off the bat, we got the shutout with the Patriots. I said to take the six and a half and give them all day long and not worry about it. That turns into an ass kicking. Uh, in addition to that, uh, you you you. I mean, if you if you had it as part of the teaser, you got the first leg in the bank. There it is, right? And for good measure, New England decided that that spread, right, twenty eight to three, twenty five point spread. They mm. decided that's what the final margin of victory was going to be last night. I thought that was a nice touch. Was that the final? I didn't even look at the final. Once I knew I had covered, it was like 19 to nothing late, and I went to bed, and I didn't see Oh, 25 to nothing? Is that what that yeah. was? You know why I knew that? Because I didn't watch the game. Mm. I just woke up, and I said, what's the final? Oh, yep. Well, so It was an easy that cover. Was a, uh, that was a chalk Thursday night. They're not always chalk, but this one was. I screwed up. In our little pool that we're in, I didn't I didn't pick it as one of the ones for the spread. I knew they were going to win and win big. Those are two programs going in opposite directions. And by the way, speaking of which, if you listened to me and took the over and the Louisville Duke game, buddy, you're welcome again. Hell, we got there with Louisville by themselves. They scored over sixty points uh, last night. That over under that we uh, that you guys, if, I think you actually used the siren for that one when I did it yesterday. And oh, damn, mm-hmm. Big Daddy's done it again. Oh, buddy, just the money's falling from the sky. Guys, guys, you're welcome, everybody. There you go. What a rich Thursday. We're going to keep it going. Hello, Eric. Hello, Jeff. Hello, guys in the chat. Hope you're well. Welcome in, everybody. Let's pick it up. Happy birthday to Clint. Happy Libations Friday, everybody. Yes. So, Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. <laughs> uh, by the way, he's got a goat on his thing. He's Clint the Goat. And there, there are the we goats. go. Oh, wow. Yay! The director is ready. He's on it today. He's, He's in mid-August good. form. So Libations Friday, always fun. Uh, we'll bring in Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, coming up and uh, talk with him. Talk with him about his his thoughts on that big Florida State-Miami game last week. I'm sure he can't wait to discuss it yet again. I'm sure he's ready to discuss that. And, buddy, it's right around the corner for him. You know, it's only five months away from spring football game <laughs> season. So I'm sure he's looking forward to those. Oh, man, that's fun. So we'll we'll bring him on. And then my mom and I only had one game different last week. Of course, I won it. So this is now, what was it, nine, and a, uh, nine games up, eight games? Something. Eight or nine, it's I think, yeah. It's, it's historic, the beating that's taking place here. That's not good. No. Every time we differ... This guy wins. It's a beautiful thing. I had to take all the picks that I have with my mom and just place them out in Vegas over and over again. I'm you winning know every- what would be a good thing? Like mm. maybe in the future, and I don't mean to replace this segment. I'm just saying it's an experiment. Maybe mm. on a Thursday, Redemption Thursday. But it's just you're assigned a team based on a coin flip and see how you do. See how you do because that's the NFL. That's you the just, way it works. You bet them every week. You just yep. whatever you bet that on the coin is. flip. Three games. Flip a coin. That the coin tells you the side, and then you see what the record is at the end of the year. And you've got to actually uh, go on the sportsbook app and and see how it goes. It'd be kind of fun to do. You could do it. Uh, the NFL is wild that way. Let Although, the coin decide. I really do believe that the um, 
The game last night was free money. I that that just never felt like it was going to be a competitive football game. I when you found out that Atlanta was you know Cordell Patterson wasn't playing, you had too many things going against them. Uh, they're not blocking it up right now. Uh, they got they, listen last week. They got killed by Dallas, and they couldn't they couldn't pass block to save their life. And they've then got it, issues. Yeah, and then so last night, you know, it's uh, I think before you could even look up, New England had five sacks. I was like, oh, Matt Ryan, this is going to be a long night for your ass because he's not that mobile. And when that line breaks down, you're like, mm, it's going to be a tough day. Tough day at the office. Who's the guy with the red sleeves that had a good game against us that they brought up over and over again? New England uh, sack extraordinary. Oh, I forget his name. Well, he yeah. had a, he had a night again. He's a player, whoever he is. I never remember his name. Doesn't either. matter. They're all anonymous in New England, and then they leave and they do little to nothing. And then Bill gets another guy called Walensky, and he has fifteen sacks. I think you know? this guy's a good player, no matter where he goes. He's a really good guy. I mean, that dude plays, and I should probably know his name. But anyhow, they they had success again. Uh, you know, you look ahead at our game on Saturday, and it'll be here before you know it, because that is tomorrow at noon, everybody. That is a noon kickoff tomorrow. Uh, so obviously we're less than 24 hours from kickoff, and it's weird to say that out loud, but we are, and it's an, a vital, important game and an important result and an important test for this team to show that they're mature enough that they can dial it back up, find the focus and intensity necessary to go on the road and get you a win if you do, you go into the final game of the year against the University of Florida. Obviously, it's a rivalry game. We would really be humming at that point, but you would also have the ability to earn, not just be gifted, but earn a bowl game entry. And I would say to you, and I have, and we agree on this, it could be that silly bowl down in St. Pete at the Trop. It could be anywhere, and it, to me, it would be one of the biggest bowls they've ever gotten to. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, that would be huge. How about a live show from Ferg's? What do you think? What, how about- I didn't. That's full circle for you. It would be. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like we could do a retrospective with soft piano music talking about uh, what Ferg's means, and that would be fantastic. I've told the story before. It's no longer there, sadly. It was for years. I don't know why they took it down, but there was uh, over by the bathrooms. Appropriately enough, over by the bathroom, there was a picture of me uh, making a tackle in a game at Lakewood, and it was from the St. Pete Times article. And uh, and I used to brag about it to everybody who would say, Peter, like, where should I go drink? Go to Ferg's. And when you go, make sure you go down the hallway by the bathroom there and look at the picture on the left hand <laughs> Well, hey, maybe we can check the storage closet when we're there. <laughs> yeah, live video to see if we can find it. See if we can find it. That would be fun. I don't know whatever happened to it. But um, here's the funny thing. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, that Ferg's that you're talking about, which would be fun to do a show from, and we could. I know the owner. Um, I, I would just tell you that I was there when they first opened up. Remember when they first opened up, anyhow. And my old high school coach uh, was a bartender for a while. He worked there part-time. And uh, the funny thing about that place is it was about the size of this, where we are right now, in the radio studio. So it was palatial. It was <laughs> it was tiny uh, compared to what it is now. I mean, now it's two stories, and they've Obviously, it's branded into something different. They got one in Tampa there, and I mean, it's it's nuts. That one closed. They, yeah, they moved it, or I think they moved spots. They may have moved to somewhere else downtown, but it was called Ferg's Live. And I, I think the way that they understood that land was eventually going to be poached by the owner, Jeff Venix, or like, hey, let's make a couple of bucks while we're waiting, and that's what they did. Okay, because of Sparkman's Wharf. Oh, that's like yeah, you know, that's yeah, his yeah, area. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, you know what? Let's uh, let's not go against the head man here. Well, bottom line is uh, that would be fun. And the point is, if Florida State is able to get to a bowl, what a what a monumental achievement that would be. Um, there you go, Jared. LHS, baby. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we are decidedly different ages. I graduated in 1989. He graduated in 2010. <laughs> yeah, Jared's more my peer than anything. Oh, man. So Not even, though. The funny thing is, uh, by the way, the oddity is I ran into somebody recently. This is just an aside while we're talking about old things. I, you know, I, I've mentioned this before. It, it became a promo. Uh, I did work at the Don Cesar for years and uh, loved it and enjoyed my time there, as you well know. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, you did. It was yes. very profitable. <laughs> but I ran into a guy who got married at the Don Cesar, and he didn't have any idea that, you know, what he was saying. He was talking to me, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not from down there, but my wife is. And In fact, we got married at this place. It's it's uh, it's kind of famous. I'm trying to uh, – the Don Cesar. I was like, yes, yeah. I were. Yeah. So was, Donnie Caesar. Yeah. Um, so – Back to Florida State. We both think, and we've said this, that they're going to show up tomorrow, that they're going to look good. Yeah. Um, and I feel that way again today. You know, sometimes your mood shifts as the week goes along. You gather more information. You read the stories on warchant.com. You kind of talk to people about how practice went. You do all that stuff, and, you know, you feel emboldened or a little less confident. Boy, I tell you what, as the week has gone on, I've felt more and more confidence that they're going to show up. Right, so much so you're like, what's wrong with this picture? Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. like the NC State Miami game. We're like, what? Wrong team. What? What is this? What is this betting line? Why is NC State? And the next thing you know, Miami ends up winning the game outright. Mm-hmm. But this one is matchup based. I mean, it really is. We often like to joke about Rocky. Rocky won. He's wrong for us, baby. Mm-hmm. All wrong. Boston place, College. Yeah. He's right for us. They're right for us. Oh, uh, that's this exactly is a good right. Matchup. Yeah, they they give up explosive plays in the run game. We want to run and and we want to stick with the run. Uh, even though Jordan took a step forward in the pass game, he's still not an elite passing quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. So you want to stick to your game plan here. Run the ball, create the angles, create the extra gap, do those things. Uh, they've been susceptible to giving up those big plays in the run game. So yeah, it, it is a good matchup for us. Now that secondary is going to have to come to play because uh, that kid can throw it. That kid can throw it, and he's he's got arm talent. He's a big, strong kid. He's a he's going to be an NFL draft pick. Uh, you're going to have to play well. If you're not on it, he'll put it on the receiver, and you got problems on your hands. So it will be interesting. Let's see if we can get to them with the front four. By the way, before I move forward, Marcus, good job. Thank you so much. Happy Friday to you Whoa. as well. Yeah, let's keep it nice and loosey-goosey today. Gentlemen, he writes, who will be our standout player on Saturday? Thank you. Uh, Saturday? You know, again, I think we're talking about the run game here, so it's either Jordan Travis or one of the two backs. Yeah, I, I think the most important player to be a standout would be an interior defensive lineman because this is a quarterback who is not afraid to climb the pocket. The way he moves around between mm-hmm. the tackles mm-hmm. is professional-like. Now, he doesn't have the arm talent of a standard NFL pro. He's got the hand talent. He can put trajectories on footballs, and he's got enough arm talent to get the ball where it needs to go in college. But he's not Tyler Van Dyke, where he's got a fastball that you, or a DJ, where you just go, whoa. So no, but he's anticipatory. That. He knows where Correct. he's going and he's accurate. Correct. And the, the attribute of Sunday-like quarterbacking that he shows is when he's flustered, he doesn't break outside the tackles. Mm-hmm. He climbs up the middle. So to me, the key for the standout is one of your two interior defensive linemen, can they go eat this weekend? Because if they can and they get at Phil's feet, old Phil Jerkovic is in trouble, man, because he's, he's going to be – running into the arms of a Jermaine Johnson or Keir Thomas. Yeah, and those guys have shown up, and they've proven that uh, when the moment is big and we're relying on them, that they can play. And I, I think they will here. I don't think that's a, a dominant offensive line for Boston College the way it has been in other years. They're not great in the run game. Uh, 
you know, this is this is a flawed Boston College team. They've had some injuries. It's not an elite defense. It's a better defense than it was a year ago. Uh, under Adazio, things got ugly. That's why they made the change. Uh, they were no longer that team that uh, showed up and consistently played good defense the way they did for years there. But they're better this year, but they're not great. The numbers, all the advanced numbers are not good for them. So you've got a chance to move the football here. Now, unfortunately, I do think they'll make enough plays to be in that game and we could have ourselves a, a rather high-scoring affair. We'll see. So if Amari and Cooper is good to go full speed, because I know he got dinged up towards the end of the Miami game, I think he's okay. Yeah. Uh, but that matchup against Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers yeah. that's fun. That's fun because I, I that love, kid is yeah. an a-hole. Whoa, he's yeah. an a-hole. Yes, and he talks and he does he's, all that. Yep, he's akin to a Steve Smith uh, and Julian Edelman type, where you're just like, or uh, was it? Ed- yeah, it's Edelman. Edelman, Edelman was talk. a little runt, and yeah. you're like, shut up, dude. That's the guy. Yeah, but they were both good players, and, and so is Zay Flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's frustrating. So that's, that's a big matchup because Djurkovic likes to go his way when when things are a problem. Can't go his way when you're on your ass. That's correct. That's how that's going to work, buddy. On your, your ass. ass. Get you some of that. My kids have gotten to where they like when I say sit your ass. I say it to the TV a lot, like especially in baseball season, you know. You could say that a lot in baseball. Oh, yeah. Like 50 but, times a game. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about Florida State baseball. <laughs> I'm just talking about baseball. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but if, 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 if one of our pitchers punches somebody out, I'm like, sit your ass. And, uh, and it's always in the Bryson Clark will giggle. They love it. <laughs> like, That's right, Dad. Tell them to sit their ass. Hopefully we're telling Jerkovich to sit his ass. A yeah. lot in this game. Well, if if that's what happens, then I imagine your mentions on Twitter are going to say that quite oh, a bit tomorrow. That's fine. I like it. That's It's it's all good. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply It's Friday rolls on Lucy Goosey, Jeff Cameron Show. Good to have you on board. Hope you're well. Hope you're doing really well. Should be. If you're in Tallahassee, you have to be. It's simply stunning outside. It's a perfect day for us not to be in this studio. To be golfing. To be golfing indeed. Yep. To enjoy a round of golf and a nice cold beer. You were invited to one and so was I. Yep. Couldn't do it. We are true professionals. Hey, it's football season. You can't just be... Willy nilly, lollygagging. That's correct. Got to show up to work, baby. Hey, man, we've got a chance to make a bowl, so let's do it. Well, and and almost more than that, I, I would just say, you know, Sharkbite just posted this on the chat, and I will, I try to find a balance there. I don't read everything that goes on the chats, but when when it's a point that I wholeheartedly agree with or find interesting, we hope not. Uh, yeah, then I um then I am going to look at it and talk about it because I do think that is the one thing if you have. Well, first, let me read what he said. I love how Coach Norvell never wavered his message. He stayed consistent despite the lowest of lows, all that. That's true. Um, I I would just say this. That's because he believes what he preaches. People who change 
the message or the uh, even the methodology um, once they face a high level of adversity, never believed in it to begin with. If you are somebody who has a plan that you want to put in place and you understand that it's going to take time for that to, uh, A, have players connect with and B, execute, then you're willing to ride out that passage uh, in which, unfortunately, the message, uh, you know, well repeated, has not effectively changed how they perform. They, you're going to have to deal with that as long as you're seeing signs that they've bought in and they're doing the things that you need them to do that will get you to where you want to go. And, and you have this plan in place. You'll live with the fact that it's going to take some time. You'll live with the fact that you're going to suffer losses along the way. You'll Because, again... It shows there's a willingness to do what you ask, and you believe in it. You, I mean, you concocted it. It's your. It's like if you talk to any offensive coordinator. There's, listen, the the plays. Everybody knows the plays. If you go talk to an NFL head coach or position coach, there's nothing new under the sun. But yet, teams run different offenses. Teams run different schemes based on their personnel, based on what they think will be most effective, based on something that allows them to disguise their weaknesses and highlight their strengths. Right? But the plays, the plays are the plays. It's just what you choose from there, how you prepare, how you go about teaching, implementing, executing. That's different. That's coach by coach. Those are philosophies adapted over time from mentors along the way that you've now incorporated to have an overriding philosophy of maybe your own, which takes a little from here, a little from there, a little from over here. You know, that's all that's all you can do is to fall back on that, or else you wouldn't be where you are. You wouldn't be able to make it to that level where you're a head coach at Florida State or anywhere else if you didn't have a way in which you did things and stuck to it. Well, there's two parts to that. Number one, he believes what he's saying, so yes, you'd stick to that credo yeah. because it's it's coming from the heart. Number two, he knew what this team was. He right. wasn't shocked no. by their flaws. They, he knew what he was looking at. That's important because remember— Yeah, not everybody does. After the Virginia Tech game on a Monday night, yep. Labor Day, mm-hmm. you remember the presser? Yeah. I mean, it's like the record scratch. When, when Willie walks into the room and the look he gives to the camera, the stunned look, it's like a Scorsese dialogue is going to come right behind it with Ray Liotta's voice. Yeah. That's when I knew that yeah. this was a bigger problem than I ever right, imagined right. it could be. Yeah. Right. But for Mike, he knew exactly what he was looking at, which is why he told the recruits in the offseason, we're aiming for 6-6 six and six here, guys. Yeah. As fine. I've said, pardon our dust. Pardon our dust because that's what it's going to take. Uh, Gabriel, thank you very much. Hey, Jeff, love the show. The best case scenario to end the season is so obviously went out. That would make us seven and six. If that were to happen, what would the right expectations be for 2022? Somewhere in there. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. Woo! Uh, eight and four. Seven and five-ish. They got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Still got a lot of work to do. That's not going to change. You would think some things are possible, though. Because I, yeah, seven and a half or eight and a half, depending upon yeah, what you do in the transfer yeah. portal, I think is a fair win. Well, that's total. the biggest one. I mean, that's the you know you're projecting here. You're gonna have some wins and losses there uh, in terms of personnel, but what you get in the transfer portal, which of the kids that you're signing from this class are capable, both physically and emotionally and mentally, uh, are they capable of playing right away? That kind of thing. Uh, Jeremy, thank you as well. God, guys are feeling really, really. Woo! 
uh, enthused on a libations Friday and uh, contributing to what we do, and I appreciate that. Uh, awesome week of coverage, like always. Thanks, Jeff and Tom. Go Knowles, go War Chant. Thank you, Jeremy. appreciate that. Uh, your support, guys, means a lot, and we do appreciate it. That's why we tell you all the time to like and subscribe. It helps other people find uh, what we do and gives us more opportunities to do more of that and expand it even. So that's always exciting, and I appreciate that. Um, but back to, to, to Florida State here for a second. Again, I would have been really concerned, as you were noting, uh, that uh, had he decided to dramatically alter what they were doing, uh, that would have been a nightmare scenario. Well, we like him you know, for the reason that it, it would appear he can see talent. If you look at offer lists of some of the kids that he offers and, and then big-time schools follow suit, right? We like it's, Maybe it's not to the level of Jimbo, because Jimbo was elite at looking at a oh, kid who's 14, player, yeah. 15 years old and be like, well, yeah, that's the one. But Mike knows he can assess and see what he's looking at. That That sounds so simple, but a lot of coaches – Honestly, when they look at their roster and assess who they have and who they don't, look at Miami. Van Dyke is only discovered because of injury. Like, what is that? Jalen Knighton, only because of injury. You know, that does happen, though. I mean, it, it, it is a thing. It's weird that that happens. I think some guys are, you know, we've seen before guys that uh, turn it on when the, when the lights come on. Uh, other times, uh, you know, there are guys that just for whatever reason don't show up in practice. Other guys uh, are, are practice all-stars but really struggle in the games. So it, it does happen. But you're right. Uh, you, you do need to have a guy that can project what a player can be and how you're going to use them also. It's that time. There he is, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. My man joins us every Libations Friday. This one no different. Hello, Lee. How are you, brother? A lot better today. <laughs> <laughs> um Looks like Miami finally has figured it out, and I'm sure you saw the the news. They're gonna the administration, uh, the school is gonna uh, tip in twenty to thirty million a year, prop up the football program. Yeah, it's a good idea. Now the question will be: Does that mean they're doing that in lieu of firing your favorite head coach? Oh, he's he's gone. Man, okay. he's gone. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, the question is: Is it? Uh, as he's walking off the field uh, in the last game against Duke, uh, once the players leave or they call him in Sunday morning and ask him uh, to come in, <laughs> tell him he's kind of, they're having little bagels and, and donuts, uh, <laughs> and a little, <laughs> little kumbaya. So he's, I mean, I'd say it's 98, 99%. So uh, you don't fire the athletic director unless he's going. Well, the only thing is you would have to have a plan in place, right? Because. Yeah. You think about it, you've got a real short window here, a small amount of time to to be able to then go hire an athletic director who's going to want to put a stamp on the program by hiring the next head coach. you got to get moving here. Oh, real quick, because, you know, kids are signing December 15th. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, everything has changed. It used to be, oh, let's wait a week or two, you know, after the season, or maybe you fire. I mean, there's I think there's like 11 or 12 openings right now. Coaches have already been let go because – you got to get going. You got to have a coach in place uh, at the latest by the first, yeah, December first or second, and then you got to bring kids in that that one weekend. And you know, Miami, they only have like seven or eight commitments. No, they're they're a mess right now. That this class, no matter how it's put together and who's putting it together, will not be good. It, no. it, it just won't be. They're going to have to take a loss there and then go and and try to obviously capitalize for next year. Um, no, no, who do you think? Who do you? So I think it's going to be Manny number. I mean Mario. Number one, they go after yep. Mario Cristobal, and even a nine million dollar buyout. If they could chip in the administration, um, 
twenty to thirty million, you can buy a guy out for nine million. And I think that's their number one target, and I think number two is Lane Kiffin. Would you leave Oxford to go to Miami? <laughs> Did you hear what he said on game day? He still has a home in South Florida. That that kind of says it all. No, I know, but I, it's one thing to have a home there; it's another to work at that school. I don't know. I that's a good job at Ole Miss. Jeff, I've got I got a little over four hundred dollars in my wallet. I'll bet anyone if they want. If it's offered to him, he's taking it. He has 15-plus sen- uh, seniors or kids going pro. 15-plus starters. I mean, he knows he's not going to be able to keep it going there. I mean, he had a nice little run. It's great. And uh, do I think he's the equal to Mario as a recruiter? No. But you know what? With that offense in South Florida here, all the talent down here. Oh, it's the right hire. I don't disagree with you there. It's just a matter of whether or not he'll take the job. I mean, I, I look at it right now. He's making $4.5 million this year. He'll get a $500,000 retention bonus if he's the coach on December 31st, which he will be. He is slated to earn $5.25 million in 2022. He makes By the time we get to 2024, he's making nearly $6 million a year. Now, if Miami's now serious, then that's what they're going to have to pay, and then some, right? Jeff, they'll pay him $6.5, 7000000 million. There you go. And he will be down here. He'll. Uh, no, he's the right guy. Yeah. Yeah, he might hire his own jet. And here's why I think if it's not Mario, he would be the right guy. Kids here, they want to have fun. And they would see the offense, and they would be knocking on his door to get in. Also, he's perfectly criminal and dirty, like Miami needs. It's so perfectly who that program is, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. I thought, and I thought you were going to be nice and say that's a little swag, like I do, you know. And, you know, he's a little. <laughs> I'm not dirty, but <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think he would have to be dirty. To, to well, these days you could just straight up pay kids and say it's part right. of a car deal or something like that. Yeah, well, got, I mean, you saw that uh, the American Top Team, the owner, mm-hmm. uh, a Miami fan. He's every kid on the team, even yeah. even the recruits. I think get get five hundred bucks a month. So. All right, yep. so we got some interesting yep. games. Let's get to it. It should be fascinating. Alabama minus 20.5 against Arkansas. That's a huge number for what's been a pretty decent Arkansas team. Then again, Alabama's playing well right now. How do you see it? You hit it on the head. Decent. Decent isn't good enough to beat Alabama. Right. Alabama's defense is getting better. Top five now in the country. They always get better as the year goes on. They throw in new wrinkles. Now, here's the problem if you're Arkansas. You don't have the talent to match up with them. So you got to do something like maybe LSU and blitz crazy. Blitz, LSU blitz in that game almost every single down. Mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. So Alabama's seen it now. They can practice against it. Bill O'Brien may not be as good as Steve Sarkeesian as far as calling plays, but he's no dummy. And they'll work on it. And there is no way Arkansas is going to beat Bama uh, for the first time since 2006 when Michael Shula was the head coach here. I think once they get up a couple touchdowns, that's when you're going to see the interceptions just roll up in Alabama. They'll win easy here. Roll Tide, 48-17. Florida is a mess. Gave up 42 in the first half to Sanford. They can score. Missouri can't stop anybody from scoring. I don't know. Does Florida care to be there might be the question I'd ask before placing a wager in this game. They're favored by nine. If any Florida kid is excited about this game, they're lying. There's no way they want to go to Columbia, Missouri on Saturday <laughs> afternoon to play football. Am I right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess they liked the defensive coordinator a lot because they have not just showed up at all. No. I mean, tackling isn't even optional anymore. It's just, it's not, it's not in the equation. So, uh, 
they got some problems here. Now, now Missouri's run defense was the worst I've seen in, in maybe a decade. It's but, awful. Awful. Did you hear that the benchmark now is that they practically throw a party if they hold someone under 200 yards rushing? I mean, that's, that's, they go out and celebrate. So they got problems, but at least they've got a running game. Tyler Batty's running back for them. He looked like Barry Sanders in a couple games this year. Here he has three 200-plus yards here, and at least they care. There is no way. If you're betting games, now you might win one, you might get lucky. I, I don't know, but I would never. A season better would never bet Texas. Never would bet Florida. I think Missouri wins outright. And remember, they're trying to get to a bowl. They win this game, they're going to a bowl. You don't think these kids want to get to a bowl and and play? You know, and yeah, just get, get to any bowl, sure. Yeah, yeah. Get a, get what do they get? Like three, four hundred bucks, and, and get the hell out of Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Missouri. Forty-one thirty-eight. <laughs> How about that? So obviously you believe the Missouri team total at 28-and-a-half is a bit low. We're going over right there, baby. There you right, go. Let's yep. double down. Pittsburgh yep. minus 13-and-a-half against Virginia. Virginia's defense is terrible. They're facing a top-flight quarterback here. But Virginia can really score. So is the 13-and-a-half uh, enough here? What do you say? So I think Brendan Armstrong is going to play. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think so. What's, what's interesting is the line was 13-13-and-a-half, and today it's ticked up to 14-and-a-half. Oh, boy. So... I'm going to wait to see if he plays. If he plays, the difference in him playing, it's like going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. I mean, the kid that played last week, Jay Wolfolk, can't play. Two freshman, horrible, not ready to play. So I think it's worth, you know, like in the NFL, you say a quarterback is worth a real good quarterback, seven, eight points. Brendan Armstrong might be worth 17 to 20 points, believe it or not, because he averages 425 total yards running and passing per game. Their defense is awful, but before that game against Notre Dame, they were 11-4 and against the spread. I think Pitt wins 45-40, but Virginia covers. A, a wild affair again, yeah. All right, so Boston College is favored in this game. I understand that. I really do feel like FSU is playing good football right now. They've gotten better each week. They believe in the coaches. They believe in each other. I think they're going to go win the game outright. You may disagree. What say you about BC minus a point and a half? So if, if – BC didn't have their quarterback. I would look to FSU. Oh, sure. Uh, but Phil Jervik, I, I think the kid's going to get drafted in the top two rounds. Oh, yeah. He's a good player. He's a stud. And Florida State has won 9 out of 10 straight up. Uh, no one wants to go to the Boston area. Chestnut Hill, no one wants to go there in November either. So I think it's hard to get that focus back. Uh, what's interesting about this offense since he came back, and he's a very prolific passer and runner. I mean, he had a game, two games, his first game back, I think he ran for like 80, 90 yards, average over 10 yards carry. They've thrown the ball only 20 of the 58 plays the first game he was back, and then uh, then they only threw it 13 of the 67 last week. So they haven't even had to throw the football, and that's their strength here. I think they're holding back some stuff here in Florida State. Um, just four and thirteen against the spread as the road dog. They won their Super Bowl last week. Boston College thirty to twenty three. I think you're wrong, Lee. Kansas City minus two and a half against Dallas. Uh, this is an awesome game in the NFL. Who you got? I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Maybe the first defense uh, to make three stops wins this game. So many great players: C.D. Lamb, uh, Cheetah, Travis Kelce. These guys are all unguardable. So. The Kansas City defense, which was horrible the first five games of the year, found themselves. Last five games, they've given up only 78 points. And then, all of a sudden, Dallas's defense really come to life this year. But 
they're going to have to need, they need like seven, eight guys to rush the passer against Patrick Mahomes. No Randy Gregory. And they have just five sacks and four road games here. I like Kansas City, 47-42. Should be a fun game. Crazy game. Fun yeah. game. I can't wait to watch it. All right, your game of the week is another one that could be a lot of fun. Clemson is given four and a half to Wake Forest. How can folks get this game, Lee? I'm going to do this. Uh, let me throw this in also. I think Miami uh, wins but doesn't cover this weekend. It could depend on weather. I think that Virginia Tech, without a coach, um, it's just going to – last week they were throwing everything at Duke. Mm-hmm. Now they'll throw even more this week. That could be a fun game if the weather – is okay. I have Miami winning that game, something like 35-34. So uh, I would take the points there. But got a real strong opinion on Clemson-Wake Forest. If they want to get that, just call right now, 800-400-9741. The rest of November, that is football, college football, NFL. We have 40. You're going to play last week on the Carolina Panthers, uh, plus between 9 and 10 points, yeah. 134-10. They want to come on board all the football all of basketball, NBA and college, UFC and hockey, everything through the end of the month, just $297, ParamountSports.com. Love it, Lee, always. Be well, sir. I'll talk to you again uh, next week. Sounds good. See you, Jeff. Bye. That's uh, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. We also do on the College Sports Book. He and I now work together on at that show with the uh, week-to-week Heisman updates. We've been on the C.J. Stroud train for four weeks, three weeks, and I, I mean, this is shaping up nicely. Uh, if you got him at the odds where we originally talked about it on the College Sports Book on YouTube there, you can like and subscribe, you are set to make some money. Kind of like what I did before the season with Utah winning the division in the Pac-12 and, of course, Georgia at plus 800 to win the national title. It's going to be a fun game tomorrow night, Utah and Oregon. It will be a real fun game. I'm, I'm interested in the game for a lot of reasons, but uh, I just think most of which is those are two pretty good football teams. It's uh, Cameron Rising saved my bacon. Because that the start of the year for Utah, they, they fell all over themselves, and I was sitting there thinking, well, that's a lost bet. They made a change at quarterback. They went to Cameron Rising, and they've just been pounding people. So it's, it's, it saved my bacon. It really did. Gave me a chance. Gave me a fighting chance. That's a good game. I, I think you're right about that. A lot of good games this weekend. ton of them. Hell, that, I've mentioned to C.J. Stroud, but, I mean, Ohio State and uh, Michigan State should be a fun game. I think that's going to be a very high-scoring game. Yeah. Yeah, Lee seems to think that all these points are going to be scored. I mean, 47-42, Kansas City, Dallas. I know it's you know it's an odd number. He's just projecting a big time over. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine if that game was in the 40s? Man. Well, I've got uh, Kelsey, so that'd be great. That'd be <laughs> that would be great. Uh, that would be that would probably portend of good things for me. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. You know, a lot of times. When we have to do the pregame show on Saturdays for home games, Tom and I hunker down here at the studio, come in, and we start working, and we uh, utilize our Xfinity Internet and its wicked fast uh, reliability uh, and all that good stuff. We also use it for uh, the streaming of the show and all that good stuff. I can tell you a story about Director Matthew, and it applies to the goodness that is Xfinity. He used a competitor's internet here in town, no, and no. we do a lot of work. Your college sports book work is largely produced by Director Matthew that behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, when you're dealing with video files, they're big files. Sometimes they can be upwards of a couple of gigs, usually at least between 400 and 500 megabytes. So if your upload speeds are terrible, you're going to be waiting forever. And then the network times out, and you have to start over again from scratch and it's 20 minutes out of your life 40 minutes an hour two hours out of your day that was unnecessary so matthew asked he said legit like not talking about you know promotional stuff 
is your Xfinity fast to upload? I'm like, dude, yeah. He goes, well, how, how long would it take for a 400 megabyte video to upload? I'm like, I don't know, 30 seconds? He goes, it takes me 20 minutes, 25 minutes. See, real life. There you go, My buddy. man switched, and he's converted. That is true. He cannot. I'll even move the camera over to there him. You go ahead and give him the thumbs up. That, that is true. There it is. All right. So there it is. Bonafide, folks. If you're struggling with those CenturyLink freaks, go get you some Xfinity. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Tom writes, hey, Jeff, uh, taking lunch, was wondering if you think they will give any odds for Travis Hunter to win the Heisman next year. I honestly never checked out preseason Heisman odds. No, there will be no odds for Travis Hunter to win the Heisman, I don't think, next year. 10000 and put a couple of bucks on it. Hey, man, if he's a two-way stud, that, that gets you up the ranks quick. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Plus 10000 is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, but... Um, I guess. You, I, but imagine if college football had a two-way star. You had a guy come in, and maybe he's even a third-down player at safety and corner on defense, but then he's a receiver who lights up the country for 850 yeah, to 1,000 yeah. yards. People are going to cover that. That just does, that does, yeah, but I'm five? not going to project a kid to walk through the door and do that. That is so preternaturally great. I mean, maybe he does. Maybe he's that good. I know that the highlight reels we've all watched are extraordinary. He's definitely an alpha, an elite athlete, a guy that steps on the field here immediately upon arriving. I agree with all of that. But then to extend that further and say not only is he going to achieve that, but he's going to be one of, if not the best player in the country as a freshman, nah. I don't see it. I agree with you there. Yeah. Oh, it's a mega long shot. But yeah. if you can get Travis, if you know, and, and wait till camp, that would be my answer, Tom. You know, mm. If maybe there are whispers in fall camp that one Travis Hunter is a two-way stud and it looks like he's actually going to do it, they're going to play him on both sides of the football. And you can get some place to give you oh, unbelievable right. yeah. odds. You could sprinkle pizza buddy, as I always say. Sure. Five bucks might make your year. Who knows? Um, either way, uh, get, get Xfinity. <laughs> That's right. Call 1-800-XFINITY, go to Xfinity.com, or stop by a local Xfinity store today. That's correct. That's the old tag. All right. Now, ordinarily, we wouldn't break this quickly. Ordinarily? Ordinarily. Well, I'm going to give you a little two-minute. I said I was going to do this today on the air. This might be a place to work it in. My extreme frustration with the basketball goal situation. Go for it, man. Now, we've had to hear about this, folks, for last month, so it's, it's nice that somebody else gets to hear it. It's unreal. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and this is because I want help. I need help. I need advice here. I have not been this angry about service or or lack thereof. Um, hey, Karen, you are not. Uh, I, and, and maybe in my life. Maybe in my lifetime. So I bought a beautiful NBA goal from Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's is not the uh, subject of my ire. I went there. They they didn't have them in stock forever. It, you know, supply. We all know the deal right now. Nothing to do with the sporting goods store. Nothing to do. But they finally. So so there was building frustration trying to buy this goal, and I couldn't locate one. And then they finally did, and I bought it. Now, when you invest the kind of coin I did for this goal, then you expect really good service, obviously. And so I I also know me. I I joke about this all the time. I'm not good at putting things together, building stuff. I'm just not. So I also don't want to do it. Even if I was great at it, I don't want to do it. I want to pay somebody to do it so I don't have to because I value my damn time. Opportunity cost. There it is. So I said to the people at Dick's, hey, when I buy this goal, if I'm spending, and I don't mind telling you guys, if I'm spending $2,000 on a basketball goal, I want it professionally Sweet installed. Jesus. It was $2,100. So now it's, it's a professional goal. It's what they, I mean, it's unreal. It's awesome. In theory. So, well, yeah. 
So I, I bought this goal. And I said, now listen, if I'm going to spend that kind of money on a goal, I want it professionally installed. I want people to come out and do this. I don't want to do it because I'll screw it up, and then I'll be really pissed because I spent all this money, and I, you know, I, I don't want to do that. They said, that's fine, Mr. Cameron. We have a service for that. We contract them out, and then they'll set up a date and time, come out and install your goal. I was like, that's beautiful because I also don't have the time. So it's an extra $300. I'm like, that's fine. If you're spending $2,100, what the hell you care? $2,400, right? So, okay, I did it. Boom, all the whole one kitten caboodle, the whole shebang, bam. All right, now I'm excited. I come home, I tell my son, because that's who it's for. It's for Bryce. He's a basketball nut. I'm so excited. He's excited. Here we go. So then they said, you know, hey, the, the goal will be sent to your house. And then once the goal arrives, you'll, you know, tell us and we'll tell the company that we hire to come out there to, and set, set up a time. So long story short, we finally get the goal. Then they set up a time. Guys, come out. Two guys, nice gentlemen. They come in, they dig the hole, they pour the concrete, they break the anchor, they screw the whole thing up. So the guy says to me, I'm really sorry about all that. We're going to have to order new parts, and we're going to have to start over once those parts come. Okay, so fast forward. Now i got to wait a week but on parts. That's not a problem. That's not that a problem. Point. I'm okay. I'm like, hey, it happens. At least you're honest to me about breaking it. Okay, let's not do that again, but all right. So then anyhow, they they get they send the parts to me. I get the parts. They say, as soon as you get them, make sure you text me and let me know that you've got them, so I'll come back out. Okay, good. Got them. Here we go. Dudes come back out, right? They say they're going to come out on a Monday. Oh, okay, great, great. So that's Now, this was before Halloween. Now we're into November. Okay, so this is two weeks later. Then we get to that Monday. Dude doesn't show up. I'm like, what do you this guy doesn't show up. So then I say to the guy, hey, where are you at? What's going on? I'm sitting here with a goal. He goes, I can't come today, Jeff. Uh, one of my guys didn't show up to work. I'm going to have to come on Wednesday instead. All right. All right. That's a little troublesome, but you know what happens? Happens. Guy didn't show up to work. What are you going to do? I'll see you Wednesday. So every time this happens, I have to tell Bryce, sorry about that, sorry about that, you know, but it's coming, it's not my fault, what do you want me to do? So guy says, I'll, I guarantee you I'll be there Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. I'm like, I'll be here with bells on, buddy. So then, Wednesday comes, nothing. Crickets, nobody. I'm sitting there till like 11 a.m. No call, no show. Like an a-hole, just sitting there. And I'm, okay, now I'm in, no call, no show. So now I call, and I go, yo, what's the story? My guy's not here. Well, yes, Mr. Cameron, we've tried to reach him all morning as well. He's, he's ghosted us as well. We can't find him. We don't know where he is. Now, I may or may not have said that dude better be dead because that's the only excuse for him not to be here right now. What is going on? He guaranteed me. Then she, she says, I know, I know, we can't find him. What, you know, we'll get back to you when we do. What, what, what does that even mean? So, you all right. A, you want to name drop the company? Uh, no, not right yet. Okay. But anyhow, so then, then, so she calls me back. At like 5 o'clock that afternoon, we can't find him. We're going to have to get new technicians on the job. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's, let's get him. Let's get him on the job. Let's have him here tomorrow morning. Oh, well, it, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. Uh, d I understand your frustration, Mr. Cameron. I'm like, do you? Do you? Do you understand my frustration? Okay. So then we're now three weeks after the fact, right? So this, not this week, but last week, same thing. They have a crew that's going to come. Doesn't show. Now, at this point, Tom, now, this is why you started to have to hear this every day. I'm really getting to a place where you understand how people lose it and, and others get hurt. So I'm furious at that point, and I feel terrible for my son. So the long story short is those sons of bitches don't come at all. And then finally they tell me, oh, well, it's going to be November 29th. November 29th? Can you imagine having the gumption, the temerity to call me and tell me November 29th after all of this? 
I would imagine that's the messenger and not the decision maker. Though. Correct. And yep. I said to the messenger, I'm not mad at you, but I am mad. And here's our situation. We're going on over a month. And I, I, that's the first time I've yelled at a stranger, I don't know in how long, where they could hear me. And I said, what are we doing? What are, uh, surely there are people in this town, I believe, it just probably randomly driving down the road who are listening to this going, I'll put your goal up. Well, come on. Reach out to me. Come put the goal up. I'll pay you. This is ridiculous. I'm furious. You're also taking the high road by not mentioning the company. Uh, it's select service something. Well, uh, this is my voicemail. Oh, there it is. Yeah, these, All uh, right. these pieces of Whoa. garbage. All right. Oh, I've never been. The, the phone caller is not the subject of your ire here. No. This is just somebody who has to. It is unbelievable. It's like sometimes, A month. sometimes the kitchen screws up and the server has to wear it. You yes. Know? And it's not yes. their fault. I know that. And I've said that. I said I understand. But, I mean, it is in, it's, a, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and so the lady said, November 29th, November 29th. And I said, and I ended up saying to her, oh, so you, then on November 29th, when these sons of bitches don't show, you're going to tell me it's December 6th. Then what?